up everybody welcome back to another episode of what in the reality hell i'm your host brandon and i'm back for another solo episode i promise gia is coming back i'm not just saying that like she didn't just leave and i'm trying to cover it up she will be back okay next week or the week after i can't remember exactly i'm seeing her today so i'll find out for sure but she will be back you know she's a busy girl with that being said, for today's episode, I'm going to be going over the latest episode of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I was going to do Jersey as well, but quite honestly, part two of the reunion was boring yet exhausting at the same time, and I'm really over all of them, and I'm kind of glad that it's over. Um, Some parting thoughts, though. I ended up switching because in part one, I was heavily on Jen's side, I feel like, and by proxy, Teresa's side, but that quickly changed in part two, and I ended up being on Marge and Jackie's side, so funny how it shifts like that. Um, Teresa's an idiot. She's just so stupid. Like, I'm sorry. Like, uh, look, I you Teresa stands. Like, like, I get it. Like, she can be humorous sometimes, but she's really not smart. Like, she's very dumb. Um, and you know what? I, I don't like to be mean, but she deserves it. Um, with that being said, also, Jackie, you know, a lot of people don't like Jackie, and I gotta admit, she annoys me sometimes. However, I do appreciate her standing up for herself, and quite honestly, if you're not willing to admit that she ate Teresa up at part two of the reunion, then you're just in denial. Um, with that being said, um, that's pretty much it. I think the Jersey Housewives are gonna be, um filming the new season soon i saw something online and i think they're adding one new housewife so sayonara to jersey for now but we'll see you soon now let's get to beverly hills the main event this week so i feel like a lot of people including myself are low-key surprised with how good beverly hills is this season so far it's only been two episodes but quite honestly it shows more promise and has been more entertaining than the past few seasons of Beverly Hills, so it's really off to a strong start. This episode was really good. Let's just jump right into it. So the episode starts off with Garcelle and Kyle meeting up, and they're meeting up because the last time they really saw each other was at the reunion when Kyle accused her of not making her charity payment, and Garcelle is not having any of that. I'd like to start out by saying that Garcelle looks flawless in this meetup to Kyle. And I just want to point that out because Garcelle has looked consistently flawless and been serving looks the entire season so far. Um, Kyle looks good too. With that being said, they meet up for lunch. And essentially, Kyle kind of tries to brush it under the rug and is just like... Oh, well, you know, it hurt me when I heard you saying certain things about me, but really, I just want to hug you right now, and I just want to hit restart and forget about everything. And Garcelle's just like, yeah, that's cute, but when you accused me of not paying your charity, that was hurtful. It was an oversight because they reached out to an old address, 
And, you know, I just, I thought the payment was made, but it wasn't. But I didn't appreciate you, like, calling me out like that in front of everyone. And then she straight up asked her, she's like, would you have done that to one of the white women? And Kyle looks shocked. Garcelle goes on to say, you know, it's something I'm feeling because, you know, as a black woman, you know, I've faced a lot of stereotypes. And one of the stereotypes is that we don't pay and stuff like that. So when you put that out there, it really, it means something different to me. And Kyle says, you know, I never even thought of that. And Garcelle's like, well, because you don't have to. It's not your life, but it is mine. Kyle, surprisingly enough, is pretty receptive to Garcelle and what she's saying in her experience. And she ends up apologizing. And it seems like, you know, they end up on good terms. I would like to point out, though, just to backtrack, Kyle told on herself multiple times about how she's low-key, like, shitty. Because before, you know, Garcelle really explains how the situation hurt her, Kyle goes in to say, like, you know, had we been getting along, I wouldn't have even said anything about the payment. And it's like, wait, what? Now you're telling on yourself because, like, she's just showing that she, like, used it to weaponize it against Garcelle. Kyle's honestly low-key showing, like, or, like, kind of, like, Kyle's giving off the impression that she doesn't really care about this charity and, like, money raised for it, if I'm being honest. Because, you know, I think I said this last episode, but I'll reiterate, you know, when she found out about Garcelle not paying... She didn't reach out right away to get the payment. She waited months for the reunion to bring it up and kind of throw it in Garcelle's face. And, I mean, that's fucked up in itself. But also, like, you know, if you care about raising money for your charity and making sure, like, all the payments are made, wouldn't you have reached out right when you got word that her payment didn't go through or she didn't pay and, like, try to get the payment? And then on top of that, now she's saying, well, if we were on good terms, I wouldn't have even said anything. So it's like, okay, so if you were on good terms, would you have let her not pay and just not had that payment made to the charity you're trying to raise money for? Like, I don't know. It was just very, like, odd. So regardless, though, they did end on good terms. Um, Sutton goes to meet up with Erica, which it's hard to watch Sutton in this episode. I say that disappointedly because I saw a sneak peek of her versus Crystal before the episode aired, and we all know how that went. I'll get into it later. But regardless, it was kind of hard watching her, and even more hard watching was Erica. Um, she goes to meet up with Erica in Erica's, I don't know if it's like her office or like, it's some room. I forget exactly, but it's some room with a bunch of clothes. And, you know, she knocks on the door and Erica's like, who is it? And she's like, the police. And I'm like, Ooh. um, anyways, Sutton opens up about moving into a new home and how it's kind of symbolic of her leaving her old marriage behind and really doing something for herself. We then go on to get an introduction into Crystal's life. And I gotta say, I stand Crystal so much. I truly like, I like her a lot. I think she's so interesting. I think she's beautiful. She seems so smart. Like, and she truly has, like, such an interesting life. She goes on to low-key brag about her husband and talks about how he directed The Lion King, Stuart Little, Haunted Mansion, 
etc etc and she says you know she likes to brag about her husband but not necessarily herself now i've listened to some podcasts and some people have kind of been clowning her a little bit or not clowning but just like oh she's bragging about all the movies and i'm like yeah wouldn't you like those are pretty like noteworthy movies also i don't know i guess i just don't really care when housewives brag about their lives or I should say, like, new housewives, because at this point, like, I get it. They have to talk about their lives, and there's a reason why they're, like, on this reality show about, like, being, like, a quote-unquote rich housewife. So, like, they're gonna have stuff to brag about, and it's just, like, they're just talking about their lives. I didn't think there was anything wrong with it at all. And so... It goes on, she goes on for her passion for scheduling, how she has a color-coded calendar, and then she gets into her relationship with Lucy, which I thought was the funniest thing. She calls her the Presidente because she's the boss, and it shows clips of her dynamic with Lucy, and truly, it's the funniest thing. Lucy is running that house. It shows, like, they're in Crystal's closet, and she's like, this dress is ugly. And she's like, no, it's not, Lucy. And she's like, yes, it is. And then there's another scene where she gets a package and she's like, oh, what is this? And she's like, shoes. And she's like, more shoes? How many feet do you have? (laughs) Read her, Lucy. Let her know. She also goes on to talk about how her brother is a famous pop star in China. But here in California, he's just the Manny. And I, it's like, literally, I was like, there was one podcast that was saying, I think it was Sup. They were just like, Her life is a reality show in itself, and it really is. Like, I'd watch that. But no, I really like Crystal, and I really liked her introduction and her getting into her life. The ladies all get ready to go to Lake Tahoe. Garcelle is stuck alone waiting with Rinna. It's painfully awkward. Rinna's trying to be, like, overly nice, and Garcelle's like, bitch, I don't fuck with you. Um, Kyle eventually shows up, and even Garcelle's like, you know what? I'll take Kyle. It's fine. Erica walks in with an orange jumpsuit. The jokes really write themselves in this show. I'm coming to find out. Um, They arrive in Lake Tahoe. The house looks amazing. It looks so good. Um, They go to pick rooms. You know, Garcelle picks a room on the ground level. But then the guy who's there says how um, bears will show up on the ground level. And she's like, fuck that i'm not staying here and honestly same i went to um georgia with some friends and some of my friends were like oh like i can't wait to see a bear or i really want to see a bear and i'm like are you fucking kidding me i don't want to see a fucking bear I, like i want to live anyways and kyle opens up about making up with kathy which was nice we get a look into their dynamic you know Kath- kathy's a She's a quirky one. I said that last episode. Um, But I really like Kathy. I think Kathy's a good addition. She brings, like, a lightness to the show. And she's very funny. I enjoy her scenes. She cons Kyle into plugging in the fan for her. And she's like, it's the hum. I like the hum of the fan. It helps me go to sleep. The way she talks, too, is insane. I love it. Um... You know, Kyle, for whatever reason, takes it upon herself to be the cook for the night. Now, this is annoying for many reasons. One, she's an annoying cook. She's, like, annoying the chef that's actually paid to be there and, like, low-key making the chef do everything. And then on top of that, she's making salmon, which I don't like salmon. So if I was there, I'd already be pissed. But with that being said, she also ends up burning the salmon. So... If I were the other ladies, I would have, like, cussed her out. I don't know. Like, what the fuck, Kyle? Like, stop. The ladies, they, like, did an outfit change. 
like, just to eat dinner for the night. And, like, I didn't, like, it seemed like, why are you doing an outfit change? Like, just wear what you were wearing. Like, I don't know. Half of them just change into a different sweater and jeans, which, like, I get. Like, you're just trying to be, like, casual. But then you got, like, Rinna showing up with a turtleneck and a slip dress over it, looking ridiculous with her hair. Her hair looks terrible. It's like that porcupine look, but it's, like, grown out too much, so it's, like, an awkward length, so it kind of looks like a mullet. It's just not good, and I feel that way a lot with, like, Rena's looks. I'm like, you know, this could be a cute look, but your hair is really killing it, so I don't know. Sutton got everyone flask with initials. Crystal's like, I don't drink from flask. I'm never drinking from a flask. I don't think I have either. I wouldn't have wanted a flask. Um... They play two truths and a lie. Well, how did Dorit say it? I can't do Dorit well, but let me try. She's like, guys, I have an idea. Two truths, one lie, baby. <laughs> She's so... You know, Dorit was very barely present in this episode. And like, I gotta say, her and Rena, I don't know how necessary they are to this cast. But I, I take Dorit over Rena. I, I, I like Dorit regardless. So they played two truths and a lie. Crystal goes first. And her two truths and a lie were she was arrested, she worked at an escort agency, and she was propositioned to become a madam. The lie was the arrested, which I would have low-key guessed that because that's the one that wasn't like the others. You know, she talks about how when she was 18, she was a phone operator at an escort agency. And fucking Erica's just like, oh, that's my girl. And it's like, why is that your girl? Shut up. Erica goes, and she wore a wire and witness in a government case, was adopted, and worked for the mafia. Dorit was like, well, you weren't adopted. And she's like, actually, what's my stepfather adopted me. And I was like, okay. And then they were like, okay, so what's the lie? And she's like, I can't say. And it's like, then why did you say it? Why Why didn't you just come up with different, like, lies or truths? Like, what, what do you mean? Ugh, she's so annoying. Um, Kathy goes, and hers were... Kathy's was, she worked as a dental assistant, a hairdresser, and a receptionist at the Waldorf. And they were all truths. All the ladies are like, bitch, what? These aren't, there's no lie. And then they all start laughing. It was really funny, actually. So the ladies separate, some go to bed. Crystal, Sutton, and Kyle stay behind to drink more. And she goes in, Kyle goes into how she's really happy her and Garcelle made up. And they seem to be better than ever. And low-key, they do. They seem to be fine. I think, like I said before, Kyle was very receptive to what Garcelle was saying. And she did seem to genuinely apologize. And Garcelle seemed to see that. And they seem to be, like, very good with each other right now, which is awesome. Garcelle and Rena meet up. And Garcelle's basically like, look, I get the impression you think our conversation went great and we're in a good place. And quite honestly, like, we're not. It was one conversation. And in this conversation, you didn't even let me really talk about how I felt. You low-key just tried to take blame to kind of, like, make it all go away and make it impossible for me to really, like, say how I feel. And then she goes in to say how she felt Lisa was a shitty friend to her and a shitty friend to, to Denise. And that she just doesn't see how she could trust Rena. And Rena's like, I get that. I do. Um, You know, I feel like... You want to stick it to me, and that's fine. You want to punish me, and that's fine. And Garcelle's like, I mean, a little bit, but, like, really, I just want you to, like, know how I feel? Like, I don't know. And then Garcelle's even says, like, look, like, you'd even try to say that we were closer than you and Denise. 
like Rena's like, well, I didn't see Denise that much really when I thought about it. And Garcelle's like, well, do you consider us good friends? And she's like, yeah, I mean, Denise opened up way more to me and got intimate with me more than we ever have, but we're definitely closer. And it's like, Rena, like, do you see her contradicting yourself? You're just trying to make too many excuses and one keeps contradicting the next. And it's just, you sound stupid. It pretty much ends in an awkward place because Rena's just, she's like, tries to act too excited. And she's like, I'm so happy that she's being honest with how she felt. And I'm sorry, Rena's really annoying. And she just seems very like, I don't know. I feel like she can go. And like, she's just like, it's one of those things where she's just not authentic. She really doesn't share her life at all. She really just gets information about the other girls. And you can tell that she truly is just too on and too like, she's not good at hiding the fact that she's just trying to make a good show and that she's not authentic or she's just trying to make drama. I don't know. I really just don't enjoy Rena anymore. And I haven't for a few seasons now. Um, It cuts to Kyle and Crystal and Sutton. And, you know, Kyle starts talking about her lunch with Garcelle. And Crystal just asks, like, oh, well, what happened between you two? Like, what's this whole charity thing? Like, what's going on? And Kyle goes in to say about how she had called Garcelle out about not making the charity payment. And Crystal instantly makes a face like, ooh, cringe. Ooh, why'd you do that? And she's like, do you regret it? And Kyle's like, well, I didn't at first, but then when Garcelle shared her experience and why it really affected her, I did. And I truly understood where she was coming from. And Sutton's taking out for Garcelle. She's like, you know, yeah, that's the thing with Garcelle. You can't be fake. Just be up front and she'll appreciate and see that. And I'm glad you guys made up, you know, because Garcelle and Sutton have become really close. Um, you know, Crystal starts to talk and, you know, she's just sharing. She's like, you know, I can't speak from Garcelle's perspective, but, you know, me being a person of color, you know, there are stereotypes and, you know, even friends will sometimes say things and like, it can be hurtful and stereotypes. Sometimes they can just like cloud everything and it's just, they can be really hurtful. And out of nowhere, Sutton just goes, no, 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 no. Listen, listen, no, I am not doing this right now. I'm telling you right now, I'm not doing this. <laughs> Crystal's just like, doing what? And Sutton's like, I am not talking about racial stereotypes. And Crystal's like, well, it's easy for you not to. And then Sutton goes on this rant. She's like, see, that's why, that's why, why? Because I'm blonde and Southern. Um, You think I don't feel bad when I see rednecks on TV and it's supposed to be me? It's called, this is 2021. And it is truly, like, it's just, it's baffling. Like, I don't know, like, why she's getting this way. Why she's saying what she's saying and why she's saying this to who she's saying this to. And Crystal's just like, you know, Crystal at first, she really tried to grant her grace by saying, like, well, no, I want to hear about, like, your experiences with stereotypes and then, you know, Sutton then goes on, or like Sutton had said within the mix, like, we, I don't want to bring it up. We are educated, traveled. And then Crystal's just like, well, that's insane. And then Sutton's like, it's not insane. And that 
that's when she goes on a rant about, oh, it's 2021, like, whatever. And then Crystal's like, are you that girl that doesn't see color? Please tell me you're that girl. Are you that girl? You don't see color? And Sutton's just like, are you kidding me right now? Is that what you're saying? Are you that girl? Tell me you're that girl. You don't see color? (laughs) When I tell you I choked, Crystal ate her up as she should. She matched Sutton's energy. Sutton was coming at her hot for no reason. Like, honestly, it's like, I don't understand. Like, Crystal was literally just sharing her experiences with stereotypes. And Sutton, for whatever reason, felt necessary to, like, yell over her aggressively and talk about how she wasn't going to talk about racial stereotypes. And quite honestly, Sutton wasn't talking about racial stereotypes. Crystal was. Sutton just had to listen. Like, and nothing bad was me, and it's not, like, I, it was just crazy. I do not understand why Sutton was acting that way. And I felt that way, too, because that was the sneak peek. It showed them getting into the argument prior to the episode being released. And I was like, why is Sutton coming in so hot? Like, she's saying some dumb shit, but I'm like, did something happen before that made her, like, feel angry? Because she's coming in, like, very, like, 0 to 100, And watch the episode, nothing happened. Or, like, nothing happened. I don't understand. And it was just like, all you had to do was shut up and listen. Just listen. Like, your experiences dealing with a redneck stereotype isn't the same as Crystal's experiences as, like, an Asian woman. Like, what are you talking about? What, you're offended by the Beverly Hillbillies? Get the fuck out of here, Sutton. And I'm so disappointed because I loved Sutton and you know I I really hope she learns from this and like she actually like realizes what she did wrong she did issue an apology which I'll get into in just a second but it's just like you know when I saw the sneak peek the caption on the twitter or the twitter I sound old the caption on the tweet was we were rooting for you Sutton we were all rooting for you And we really were. Like, you know, Sutton, she's a southern, you know, white, blonde, blue-eyed lady. Like, you know, there's stereotypes about that. But, like, she really didn't seem to fit those. Like, she seemed more quirky and, like, very nice. And I don't want to say she's not nice, but this just was a very bad, ignorant moment. Honestly, like, when I saw the sneak peek, y'all know the Taylor Swift song with Bon Iver from Folklore? I think I've seen this film before, and I didn't like the ending. I was so disappointed. But you know what? Crystal handled her. She really did. I love Crystal. Um, Sutton did issue an apology on Instagram, and I think she posted it on Twitter and other things. And it was a note that said, Despite Crystal and my strained relationship at the time, it was disrespectful to interrupt her and not listen to her express her truth. My life is blessed by the diversity of my relationships, and I'm committed to become a better listener to understand the painful realities experienced by people of color. I am sorry. I will do better and be better. Sutton. Now, I will say, I'm very glad she apologized. And for the most part, you know, you know what? Actually, I don't feel like it's my place to say whether this apology is efficient or not. I do like that she apologized, though, and, you know, it seems like she's taking ownership. To my knowledge, I don't believe Crystal has said anything back yet. I checked just before recording, but let me check right now real quick to see. So Crystal actually did comment two hours ago, and she did say under Sutton's post, 
Thank you, Sutton. Your apology means a lot to me, and I'm sure it means a lot to many others with similar lived experiences. Asian Americans are often expected not to share their opinions, but despite this stereotype, I believe that everyone deserves to be heard. I consciously rewired myself to be outspoken and share my feelings whenever possible, and I encourage my children to do the same. Now that my platform has grown, I feel I have a duty to speak up for others who don't yet feel safe using their own voices. Listening to one another and validating our different experiences and perspectives are how we will all grow as individuals and as a society. Thank you for that commitment, Sutton Hart. So Crystal accepted it and Crystal appreciated it. And you know what? With that being said, it seems like they're in a good place and that, you know, I hope that Sutton does continue to grow and like learn and just, you know, check herself because she really acted a fool this episode. But, you know, it seems like she's on a good path. She she owned it. She apologized. And Crystal had a good response to it and accepted it. So that is very nice and positive. And I like that. Um, You know, with that being said, though, on the show, it seems like their feud is just starting. Um, for next episode, um, they get into, I guess, an argument on the bus or something happened. And Sutton's, like, running out of the bus. She's like, I'm going to bed. And Crystal's like, she's so fucking uptight. Like, what's wrong with her? And then Sutton's like, you kicked me. And Crystal's like, you're so uptight. Like, what's wrong with you? You're ridiculous. So I'm wondering what happened. Um, Here's what I think. I don't think, like, Crystal, like, kicked her, like, like to hurt her, like, on purpose, obviously. She probably, like, accidentally did, like, on the bus. Like, you know, Crystal's tall. Like, she has long legs. Like, I don't know. And, like... Or maybe it was, like, a jokingly, like, oh, get up, like, and, like, just, like, a soft kick, like, just something, like, jokingly, like, not serious, and, like, something can be a drama queen. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see, though, and as we know from the trailer, they get into even more arguments when um, Crystal calls her insecure and jealous, and then Sutton calls her leather pants ugly. So, there's more to come with their feud. However, I do like that they seem to be in a decent place. And that Crystal accepted her, that Sutton apologized and that Crystal accepted it. That seems like they're on a good path, which I like to see. Um, With that being said, that's pretty much it for today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to like and subscribe if you haven't already. Oh my god, I'm doing like my YouTube. Oh my god. (laughs) I mean, I guess technically like you rate us five stars and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. But oh my god, I do have a YouTube channel. I've never mentioned B-Lord-A-F, B-L-O-R-D-A-F. Y'all should subscribe to that. Um, With that being said, let me redo that. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to it as well. And also, we're on Spotify and other listening platforms. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram at What in the Reality Hell and Twitter on Reality Hell Pod. I live tweet all our favorite shows and every show that we recap on the pod, and even more shows that we don't recap on the pod. All bravo, though. With that being said, thank you guys so much again for listening, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye!